Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. Faithful Indian companion Toto, the daring and resourceful mask rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. The stagecoach from Seton creaked and swayed along the trail to Flint Rock. Dan Reed, teenage nephew of the Lone Ranger, had entered the coach at Seton. The only other passenger was a sweet-faced old lady. After a preliminary greeting, nothing more was said for some time. But Dan noticed that she regarded him closely. Finally, she smiled and spoke. Son, I hope you don't mind me speaking out this way. You see, I just can't seem to take my eyes away from you. Oh, that's all right, ma'am. You remind me of my boy when he was about your age. Oh. Of course, that was many years ago. My boy Ted is 30 now. That is, he will be come next month. You see, son, the last time I saw him was when he was about your age. Oh, did he... well... If you mean, did he die, well, he didn't. 
Last time I heard, Ted was very much alive out here near Flint Rock. Then he lives in the West? That's right. <laughs> Maybe I'd better introduce myself. I'm Mrs. Radford. Glad to know you, ma'am. My name's Dan Reed. You seem like a very nice boy, Dan. Do you live out here? Yes, sir. For the past few weeks, I've been living with friends near Flint Rock. Oh, then you must know Ted. I don't think I do, Mrs. Radford. But surely you've heard of his mine. His name is familiar, but I've never met him. Oh, I'm sure Ted is very well known out this way. Have you come far? All the way from Kentucky, Dan. Ted came out here with his uncle. Sort of ran away from us when he was 15 by persuading his uncle, my older brother, you see, to sneak him into the wagon train one night when they were leaving. Golly. Ted was a good boy, just sort of full of mischief and itching for excitement like all young boys. And did your son finally send for you to come out west? Well, no, he didn't, Daniel. He began writing a few years ago after his uncle died. It seems he had a chance to buy a mining claim, but he was kind of low on finances at the time, so I sent him most of our savings. My husband died a few years ago... Just after I heard from Ted. Oh, uh, I see. In his last letter, a couple of months ago, Ted said he was planning to have me come out to live with him before long. I decided to take the rest of my savings and come out now so as to surprise him. Gosh, I, I hope he's ready to have you with him. A, a place to stay and all that. Oh, Ted has a big house. He said so in his letters. I told all my neighbors about it. Oh, and when I get there, Dan, I want you to come to visit us. I'm sure Ted will like you. Oh, thank you. We'll be in Flint Rock in a little while. After you get settled, I'll be glad to come and see you. Well, then we'll consider that a promise, so don't you forget. We'll be looking for you, Dan. Get over there! Come on! Get over there! Come on! When the stagecoach arrived at Flint Rock, Dan went to the livery stable to get his horse, Victor. Then he rode into the hills where the Lone Ranger and Tonto were camped. Dan told them about the old lady on the stagecoach. You say she told you her son, Ted Radford, owns a big gold mine near Flint Rock? Oh, yes, sir. Of course, I don't know him. Kimasabi, that's not good. What do you mean, Tonto? Tonto means that it isn't true. The only gold mine here is owned by Mr. Stacy, the banker. I happen to know Ted Radford is one of the foremen out at the mine. Oh, golly. Uh, what happened when Mrs. Radford arrived in town? Well, she went to the hotel until she can locate her son. Oh? Oh, gosh, she, she's sure going to be disappointed. I doubt that she has enough money to go back to Kentucky. Some not tell truth in letters, Kimasabi. That's right. I suppose Ted Radford was just trying to make his mother proud of him. Never thinking the old lady would decide to come out here. Golly, I hate to think how she'll feel when she finds out. I see that you liked her very much, Dan. Oh, yes, sir. She's a sweet old lady. Gosh, I, I wish Ted Radford really owned a gold mine so she wouldn't be disappointed. I know how you feel about it, Dan. That afternoon, Tonto went to town for supplies. As he left the general store, a great deal of excitement broke loose down the street. Easy, Scott. Easy, fellow. Something happened in the bank. Get up! They robbed the bank! Run down in there! Go 
told the Lone Ranger and Dan what had happened. It took clever men with plenty of nerve to rob that bank in broad daylight, Toto. Ah. Me tell the sheriff what men look like. Him say tall man with black beard, maybe outlaw named Slick Marlowe. Him fellow we come here to hunt. Yes. And that bank robbery is just the type of job Marlowe would plan. I saw a handbill on that outlaw when I was over in Seton. It was posted outside the sheriff's office. He sure is tough-looking in that picture. Slick Marlowe is just as tough as he looks, Dan. Maybe Sheriff and Posse catch Marlowe, another feller. From what I've heard about him, he usually has a good hideout planned ahead of time. One fairly close to where he intends to commit a robbery. He's given many a posse the slip, Toto. Gosh. And that's not good. We'll ride out and try to pick up the trail of those two crooks. You wait here in camp for us, Dan. Come on, Toto, we'll get the horses. Uh, me get horses, Kimasali. I, I was wondering, sir. Well, Dan... I thought maybe it might be a good idea if I rode over to the mine and told Ted Radford that his mother's at the hotel in town. All right, go ahead. But try to make it over there and back before dark, then. Yes, sir. Here are horses, Kimasabi. Good enough. Well, we'll see you later, Dan. Easy, sir. Easy, look out. Easy, fellow. After the Lone Ranger and Tonto left camp, Dan mounted his horse, Victor, and rode the trail that led to the Stacy mine. A short time later, the boy came to a point in the trail where it followed the course of a river for a short distance. Suddenly, the boy's attention was attracted to two riders some distance downstream who were heading up the river bank toward the trail. Dan drew rein. Oh, oh Victor, oh, boy. Oh, golly. Those two men were riding downstream in the shallow water near the bank. It means they didn't want to leave any trail. Easy, Victor. Steady, boy. They might hear us. I wonder if... One of them has a bandage on his head. Maybe they're the two outlaws who held up the bank in Flint Rock. I'll follow them and see where they go. Come on, Victor. Come on. I hope we get to that hideout soon, Slick. This crease in my skull from that engine's bullet, I get a headache. We'll be there before long. It's in a deserted shaft near the place where the big mine is. Nobody will ever think of looking there. <laughs> the hombre who owns that mine is the same one who owns the bank we just cleaned out. He'll be hiding out on his own property. <laughs> i got to hand it to you, Slick. Oh, oh, my head. Oh, I'll be glad to get where I can lie down a while. Uh, stop complaining. We have all that money and I have that mining shaft stocked up with food and blankets. After you rest up a while, you get over this rise in the trail quick. Then we'll pull off to the side. What for? Do as I tell you. Get up there. Come on. Come on. Get up. Get up. Get up, get up there, boy. Get up. Whoa, whoa there. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, What's the idea? I couldn't see the trail, but while we were on the top of that rise, I glanced back and noticed a small cloud of dust back a ways. Somebody's following us. 
Those big boulders over there will do for hiding. Come on, get up there. Come on, get up. Get up, get up, get up there. Who, 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 We'll just sit on our horses here and watch that trail with our guns ready. Slick and Bless watched intently as Dan came into view over the rise in the trail. As the boy slowed his horse and looked at the ground, Slick spoke. It's a boy. A smart one at that, Les. But Maverick is following our tracks. Why should a boy be following us? Ah, uh, maybe he's oh, just wait, out. wait, wait, look. He stopped at the place where we turned off. Yeah. What are we going to do? Plug him? No, no, wait. If he does come this way, let him come. I want to find out why he's trailing us. We can use that horse of his, too. Look, he's heading this way, all right. We ought to plug him before he even knows what hit him. No use in I know what I'm doing. All right, youngster. Stop right where you are. We have you covered. Come on, let's get up there. Come on, get up there. Get up there, boy. Oh, oh, there. Well, kid, who put you up to following us? Nobody. Hey, maybe he knows who we are. Too bad for him if he does. We're taking you with us, Button. You'll learn better than the snoop where you're not supposed to. Now get going. Come on, Victor. Come get on. Back. Come get on. Up there, boy. Get, get Meantime, in the crude building that served as office for the Stacy Mine, Ted Radford was talking to the manager. I tell you, Mr. Grant, we've gone as far as we can in the west shaft. We struck a wall of solid rock in there, and we don't dare blast. Here, look, Ted. Are you sure there's no way around that rock? We know the vein runs through there, and we have to follow it. But I tell you, it can't be done. Well, Mr. Stacy will be plenty riled if we have to abandon that tunnel like we did the one on the opposite side of the ridge last year. Fact is, one of the men just come in with the news that two crooks held up Stacy's bank in town. Got away with nigh under 30000 Holy mackerel. That's another reason we have to figure out a way to get at that vein of gold ore that you and the men have been following in that west tunnel. Stacy will holler his head off if production here at his mine drops off. Hey, I have an idea, Mr. Grant. What is it? You spoke of a tunnel on the opposite side of the ridge that was deserted last year. Well, sure, I was but... thinking maybe I could inspect that and see if there's some way to break through to the west tunnel from there. We could set a blast on that side without danger blowing down the shore and the men put up in the new tunnel. By thunder, Ted. Maybe you have something to that idea of yours. I hope so. I'll get my horse right now and ride right over there to the deserted tunnel and look things over. Good. It won't take you very long. I'll be seeing Mr. Stacy tonight, and I'd sure like to have something encouraging to tell him after his loss at the bank. I'll get back as soon as possible. I think that deserted tunnel will be the answer to our problem, Mr. Grant. In fact, I'm almost sure of it. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger adventure. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
to continue. Slick and Les, the two outlaws, took Dan Reed into the deserted mine tunnel, which they had furnished with supplies and bedding. They tied Dan hand and foot and put him on a blanket back in the tunnel. Hey, Button, I reckon you'll not get loose from those ropes very easy. Why do you have to tie me? I haven't done... Shut up. Listen, Slick, why don't we get rid of the boy right away? What do you want to keep him here for? Use your head, Les. I have more sense than to kill the maverick and leave his body lying around for somebody to find. We'll keep him here with us till we're ready to pull stakes. And we'll take him along for a distance till we're out of this territory. And we'll fill him with lead and leave him. Yeah, I guess you have the right idea at that. Just let me do the thinking for us both, and you aren't going to have any trouble with this. Yeah, but what about this button? He could pick up our trail so easy, maybe others can too. Don't be so skittish. The boy just hit on our trail by accident. He saw us leave the river. Others will find your trail sooner or later. I told you to shut up. I'll gag you if you don't. Come on, Les. Let's get a breath of fresh air. All right. Reckon one of us ought to stay at the entrance anyhow to keep watch in case somebody does come along snooping. Ah, the entrance is overgrown with bushes. If somebody finds our trail, there's no reason why they come up here. Hey, look. Sun's beginning to set. Soon it'll be too dark for anyone to do any trailing. Then we can take it easy. Yeah, sure feels good. Kind of stuffy back in that shaft. Yeah. You know, I wonder... Hey, look, coming up the trail. He must be heading for here. Yeah, that trail doesn't go anywhere else. Get your gun handy. Right. We'll stay hid behind these bushes till he's plenty close. We'll act fast. Gonna gun him down? No, no, no. I want to find out if there's any others following him. There he comes. Yeah, he's heading right for this tunnel, too. Stop right where you are, Mr. Reach. Oh, oh, oh. Come on, Les. <laughs> well, mister, you had a lot of nerve trailing us alone. Trailing you? Well, hey, you hombres must be the ones who held up the bank in town. You guessed it right. As if he didn't know already. Get off that horse and be quick about it. Looks like you got the upper hand, easy. Now what? Take his gun, Les. Sure. Yeah, I have it. Bring his horse inside. Right. Now, mister, walk into the mine tunnel. Come on, boy. I have some Ready. questions to ask you. Come on. I reckon I have to. Put his horse with the others, Les. Come on, boy. Gives Come us on. two spares in case we need them. Well, I see you have things fixed comfortable-like in here. Even to having lanterns hung around. I w- Who's that? You another outlaw, mister? Does it look like it? This hombre's holding a gun on me. Oh, then you trailed him here, too. Sure he did. It's not going to do either of you any good. I didn't trail him here, son. I was coming here anyway to look over this tunnel. I'm from the mine across the ridge. Then you must know Ted Radford. <laughs> That's a hot one. I am Ted Radford. But who are you? Why'd you ask me if I'm I... I'm Dan tra- Reed. I was coming to the mine to tell you your mother's in Flint Rock at the hotel. Well, what? this is turning out to be a nice little get-together. Wait a minute, mister. Did you say Mom's in town in Flint Rock? That's right. She thinks you own the mine and have a big house and all that. Oh, I was a fool to write stuff like that. I never thought you'd... Cut the cabin. Les, bring some rope over here. Sure, right away. Here's the rope. All right, while I keep him covered, you tie him up. Get busy. Yep. All right, hold steady now. I'll tie him so you never get loose. Then you can question him all you want. I'll question him all right. If he came here to look over this place like he said, others might come looking for him when he doesn't get back. We'll have to push on somewhere else at dawn. We'll finish off these two and leave them right here. After leaving their camp, the Lone Ranger and Tonto rode partway to town to try to pick up the outlaw's trail. 
They saw the posse returning about sunset, but kept out of sight until they had passed. Then the masked man and the Indian started to backtrack the posse, hoping they could pick up the trail where the posse had given up. Before long, they came to the river. Who's Oh, fella. Here's where the posse gave up, Toto. The outlaws covered their trail by entering the water. No telling whether they went upstream or down. That's right. And what we do? We return to camp. The sun is setting now, and it will soon be dark. We'll sit out in the morning and try to find their trail. Ah. It's not good for Dan in camp alone with Marlowe, Roman territory. That's what I'm thinking of. All right, let's go. Montsilver! Darkness had fallen by the time Slick finished questioning Ted Radford, who was bound hand and foot and who lay on a blanket near Dan Reed. Ted finally convinced Slick that he had come there to inspect the deserted tunnel, and Slick had come to a decision. Les, if he came here from the mine office across the ridge like he says, then they'll come looking for him when he doesn't show up. Yeah, that's right, Slick. As soon as dawn comes, we'll have to find a bunch of the miners outside this tunnel. Yeah. Well, the best thing for us to do is to pack up and clear out tonight. We'll use their two horses as pack horses for our supplies. And we'll fill these two snoopers with lead and be on our way. Come on, let's start packing the stuff right now. All right. What are we going to do, Mr. Radford? I'm trying to think of something, Dan. If I wasn't tied up, I could at least put up a fight. Before they took the lantern away, I noticed a sharp edge of rock sticking out of the side wall behind us. That's I... it, Dan. If I can work my way up to it, I can rub the rope against it until it cuts through. I'll try it. Moving inch by inch, Ted worked his way to the tunnel wall. Then, by struggling to his knees, he gradually pushed his way up against the wall until he was on his feet with his bound wrists against the jagged edge of rock. He worked patiently and persistently, rubbing the rope against the sharp rock, wincing as the stony knife cut into his wrists. Finally, he felt the rope give. There. The rope's cut through, Dan. My hands are free. I'll untie my ankles and I'll set you loose. Golly, I hope they don't come back yet. Now I can untie you. did it. There. Gosh, I can hardly stand up. You'll be all right in a minute. Now what do we do? We'll lie down on the blankets again as if we're still tied. When they come back, I'll jump one of them and get his gun. What about the other one? I hope to take him by surprise. Hurry, lie down and hear them coming back. All right. Well, you two are ready to get away from here. It's a fine horse you got, Button. Using my own as a pack horse and riding yours. Don't waste time, Slick. Let's get this over with. All right, put the lantern down so we can see. Sure. Now I'll plug this hombre, you plug the boy. Right. Not this time, Miss Sid. Look out. I'll take that gun. No, you don't. Let go. Get him, Les. Get him. But I might hit you. Get your horse, Dan. Run. All right. Hey, the boy. He's loose, too, and running away. Get him, you fool. Hold it, you. Give me that gun. Hey, let's go, my arm. You Ted had suddenly turned from Slick and grabbed Les's gun arm to prevent him from shooting at Dan, who was heading for the tunnel entrance. Slick quickly reached down and picked up his own gun, which he had dropped in the struggle with Ted. There, the boy's going outside, but this will settle you, you sneaking coyote. Oh. Hey, the boy got away. Let him go. By the time he reaches town, we'll be far away from here. This hombre will be unconscious for a long time. Come on, let's pack our supplies. After escaping from the outlaws, Dan started for the nearest help he could think of, the men at the mine just around the ridge. Meanwhile, the Lone Ranger and Tonto reigned to a stop at their camp. 
hospital. The camp is deserted. Dan isn't here. That heap strange. It's sundown. Him promised to get back before then. I know. Dan always keeps his promises. I, I don't like this, Toto. We ride over to the Stacy mine and find out where he is. Not good. Let's go. Come on, Silver. Come on, Scout. Later, as the Lone Ranger and Tonto rode along the regular trail to the Stacy mine, they neared the place where the outlaws had turned off. I was hoping we'd meet Dan coming back. Uh, it's not like Dan to... Oh, Scout, hold oh, oh, oh. What is it, Tonto? Someone coming along deserted trail. That lead to old mine tunnel, Kimasabi, and him riding hard. Yes, we'll pull off the trail and wait. Come on, sir. Come, Scout. Come, fella. Who's oh, oh. Easy, Scout. Easy, easy, Scout. Easy, Silver. Easy. Come on, Victor. Get Dan. 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 Oh, oh, Victor. Hold on. Come, Silver. Come, boy. Come, Scout. Come, fella. Who's oh, oh. Scout. Oh, fella. Oh. Dan. Why are you coming from Good that? Bank robbers. They have Ted Radford. He saved my life and let me get away. They'll kill him. Where sir. are they? The old mine tunnel. Get the miners, Dan. Yes, sir. Come on, Toto. We go to that tunnel to help Ted. Come on, Silver. Come on, Scout. Victor. Well, we're all set to leave, Les. Yeah, and the sooner the better. But first, we'll make sure that snooping hombre is still unconscious, huh? Bring the lantern. Yeah, sure. You'll get caught and hung for this. Yeah, shut up. You had no business trying to be smart. I'll put a bullet in you to settle things. Hold it! Oh, my leg! A mass man! I'll get him! Oh, I'm hit! Oh! You get them both, Kimasabi! Me tie up, Crooks. Fix wounds here. You're masked. You must be one of them. Oh, you're wrong. We're friends of Dan Reed's. Then Dan sent you here. Huh? Dan, come with miners. Yes. There's one of them masked. We got you covered, mister. That's my friend! He saved my life, Mr. Grant. The stolen van cash is in the crook's saddlebags outside. Mr. Stacy, you here? Yes, I was at the mine when this boy came there. He told us what you did, Radford. He saved my life and helped to catch the outlaws. Ted Radford is a brave man, Mr. Stacy. He deserves a reward for what he's done. Grant told me about your idea to reach that vein, Ted. I think it will work, too. Seems like you saved me money all around. Well, he sure did. I suppose Dan told you, Ted, about your mother? Yes, sir. I hate to face her after the stories I wrote about owning a mine. Dan told me about her, too. We'll take her to my house in town, Ted. And I'll have you and the manager, Mr. Grant, come there to live, too. And what's more, I'm giving both of you some shares in the mine. What? So you can truthfully say you do own part of it. How's that? Oh, that's wonderful. Tonto and I trailed Slick Marlowe to this territory. Now that he and his partner are caught, we'll be on our way. Adios, everybody. Bye. Come, Dan. Gosh, Mr. Stacy, I don't deserve credit. That masked hombre really caught the outlaws. I don't know who he is, I but I know he... who he is, son. He said you deserved a reward. And by thunder, what he says goes with me. You see, he's a real man and a fine American. He's the Lone Ranger.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Enterprises, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. <laughs> <laughs>